This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Happy birthday weekend. After this, Chad, are we we're done? We can wrap it up until yeah. Uh, 35? Yeah. Okay, great. So we checked out Borderline Pub. Have any of our listeners been there before? Because it's unreal. Yeah, it was a good time. It was so much fun. Never been there before. Triples were on special. Triples, so. which I didn't even think were still a thing. Anyway, we roll in there. It's karaoke night. There's a table of about 20 of us. And it was so fun because you could tell all of the regulars that that's their local watering hole. We're just like, who are you people? Yeah, because we came in about, what, 25 of us probably? Yeah, and we, like a tornado. Yeah. And we took over the karaoke. We took over the pool tables. We created a dance floor that didn't exist. Do you think uh, some of the locals at this said pub actually disliked yes. us? Yeah. I think that we were holding them back from getting their drinks on time. Yeah, that's we were, true. We were drinking everything. Getting them trippies. It was so fun. There was a... <laughs> So there there was a karaoke DJ that was working, but then there was one who was off shift. Mm-hmm. And he loved our vibe so much, he kept coming up to me being like, you guys are coming back tomorrow night when I'm working, right? Like, I'm working the karaoke machine. And I was like, no. Like, you think I'm going to be able to come back here tomorrow and sing? Yeah, you're too old for that now, right? Yeah, I can't go out two nights in a row. I like crazy? Ta- I liked how you worded it yesterday when telling somebody that. You're like, uh, yeah, unless I forget my ID here tonight, <laughs> I probably won't be back tomorrow. Exactly. But I, Maybe next weekend. There's always like an uh, elder sitting at the bar who has some sort of crazy story to tell you when you're waiting for your drink. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened for me. There was a sweet old man that was like, do you want to know how I got these scars? No way. That's no, what serious. he started with? So he shows me his arms. And they're all like... Messed up. Messed up. And he's like, I got attacked by a bear. And I was like, oh, my God, the amount of times I'm in a bar and a man tells me he was attacked by a bear, it's, it's alarmingly high, believe it or not. Like over two? Well, two. <laughs> but I still feel like that's alarmingly uh, high. Yeah, that's wild. And then he goes on to be like, guess what bear? And I went, grizzly, no. Black, no. Polar, yes. Where? In Alberta. Yeah, he was on like the northern border, I think is what you told me. Yeah, he's like, it's never good when they sneak up behind you. And I went, all right. I bet not. Uh, did you know the polar bear is the only animal that actively hunts humans? I didn't, I didn't need to know that. Like other animals will beat you in a fight or if they feel like they need to protect their... Uh, they're young. They're young. They'll or if get they're defensive. like starving, they'll eat you. Like I think your cat will eat you if you're dead in your house. Exactly. For like but a like months. as far as actively hunting, like seeing where you're going, trying to come up with a game plan to take you down, polar Whoa. bears is it. Really? Yeah. So Scary. he's lucky. He's very lucky. No, it was a good time. Good. Um, so hit us up and let us know what you did this weekend. We'd love to hear from you. Ryder wore slippers to the bar. I was embarrassed. I pretended I didn't know him. I was tapping into my inner Justin Bieber. Okay. He would wear those to the bar. Sure. Right? I guess so, but he's also Bieber. Yeah. I'm the Bieber of Edmonton. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Things aren't looking good. A lot of people are like, is this damage control? After a picture of Taylor Swift hugging Celine Dion backstage after she won the big award last night has gone viral because it was Celine Dion who made a very surprising appearance on stage. And was that the one that, like, they were teasing? Like, we've got a really special surprise at the end of the night? I think so. That that was it. Hey, okay. So she won this award, Celine Dion did, 
27 years ago and Diana Ross and Sting presented it to her and she talked about that while on stage before announcing the winner, okay? She announces Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift New comes. for best album of the year, mm-hmm. right? Okay. She comes up on stage, just kind of takes the award from Celine Dion, turns her back to her. And so I even recall last night watching in the living room going, oh, how dare well, you? And- you didn't hug Celine Dion, who's here, even though she was just diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. Yeah, I was just going to say like a little bit frail. So like if Taylor's aggressively grabbing the trophy out of her hand too, I was just... It worries me that she could have hurt Celine. Also that. A national treasure. So the internet is divided. Of course, Swifties are coming through being like, no, she was just excited and like overwhelmed and probably yeah, it was like blacked out. her 14th award though. Like yeah. at some point, yeah. if it was her first award, I think that is an excuse that it was just like all too much to understand what was going on. But like to kind of turn your back against a Canadian icon. Well, and like a... A musical know. icon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. Like, I watched it and I remember actually having, like, a physical reaction to it. Right. In the moment, I went, ooh, I didn't like that. But then I moved on. Like, I was like, oh, it's nothing. But now that I'm seeing, like, there's pictures of her hugging Celine backstage. Like, you think Taylor Swift's team was like, we need to do some damage control. Yeah, like, the, the internet, internet didn't like this. You're you're going viral on Twitter, not because you announced you have a new album, but because you turned your back on Celine You snubbed Dion. a legend, yeah. Celine was asked about it, and she said that she was uh, a little bit upset. But, you're lying. But her heart will go on. Okay, I knew you were making that up. So there is this sound that is uh, making, you know, a lot of noise and has a lot of people talking in Tampa right now. Okay. Florida. Now, who discovered this sound? People that were just out fishing? No, like, people can hear it even on shore. What? Yeah, and it's pretty consistent, and a lot of people are really confused about what it might be. One of the leading suggestions... Or the most popular suggestions is uh, is pretty ridiculous. We'll get into that in a bit. Here's people talking about it. They used to call it the Punta Gorda Growl in the 1970s. So down there, it's been going on or known about for a long time. Other people in the mom group have described it as rattling their windows and waking up their family members, keeping them from falling asleep. The most common belief is that this is just a party or it's a, a, a boat somewhere that's blasting some music, has some serious bass going on. So a boat blasting music is the most popular suggestion. But one of the other ones is that it is uh, fish uh, getting it on. Do you believe that? Well, yeah, this doctor says that uh, they they feel like this could be it. A black drum fish produced that sound while mating, and it could just be like, uh, I don't know, frisky ear for them or something. Do is you want to hear it? Is that why they're called drum is that why they're called? It could be. Yeah, good point. Okay, let's hear it. Listen to this. I mean, I could party to that. I feel like it. It's a hot. That's a hot beat. I feel like it's just their tail. Like they're just like flapping against a rock or something. Yeah, it could be their tail flapping against something. Rider. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what this doctor thinks it actually is. It's just fish Well, we should mind squishing. our own business. Fish squishing. Unless it gets, like, so excessive. <laughs> the fact that you're saying people can hear it on land, like, I'd start knocking on the door. Like, can you keep it down? Wait, what, how do you get a door? What, yeah, what <laughs> <Wait>. door? <laughs> 
I'm not allowed to have expensive cookies in the house anymore. Your, well, who brought those over, by the way? Which friend? That was uh, Megan's new boyfriend, Justin. Okay, well, he's not allowed over anymore either then. I thought it was quite impressive. I was like, wow, this guy's new to the friends group and he's bringing cookies over? Like, bonus points. I get up to, like, let the dogs out in the middle of the night or get up early and, you know, see what's going on. Do the old man thing where I put my hands on my hips and just look out the window to see if it's snowing yet. Yep. And every time I was up and by myself with nobody holding me accountable, I'd have another half cookie. They were incredible. All right, your turn. What is something you can't have in your house because you'll just finish it? We're asking you what you just cannot have in your house because if it's in there, you're eating the entire bag. Yeah, it was uh, expensive cookies this weekend. I was just breaking off halfies, mm-hmm. thinking that I'd only have half, but then I'd have three and a half. Right. Like just seven separate times. Danielle wrote in saying, for me, it's fruit snacks, but only the yellow box of fruit sations. Yeah, I can't buy those. Those would destroy my guts. <laughs> like I would be, I'd have to call in sick to work. Um, Lindsay texted in saying, things I can't have in my house or what I lose uh, the little self-control that I have. It's a long list, but at the top, it's fresh bread. Good answer. And also, like, the single caramel squares. I didn't know you could buy those. I guess they must be in those bulk bins, right? Yeah. Wow. Delicious. Amazing. But yeah, like a a loaf of fresh bread, you have one piece and you're like, I could have two more. Well, it stresses me out when I get a baguette because as soon as you break into it, you cut into it, it starts to get stale. So I'm like, well, I have to eat the whole thing (laughs) while it's still fresh. Let's go. (laughs) One thing I can have in my house is pistachios. Oh, yeah, you just go for them, eh? Does your tongue start uh, to bleed? No. <laughs> I just, oh, just eat the whole bag. What do you do when you can't open one shell? Do you do whatever it takes to get in there? I'll use a nutcracker for it. I just put, yeah, it, I just, I just put them between my butt cheeks. I'd <laughs> squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Ryder. What? I, want that image, I don't want that image in my head. Yeah, you're well, ruining pistachios for may, Maybe this is what you need. Now you'll stop. As soon as you get to one that won't open, you'll be like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> so we came up with a list of excuses that you can use, different methods you can use so you can avoid shoveling. Exactly. At number seven, uh, get a dragon or light your entire driveway or walkway on fire with gas. Yeah, somebody needs to get a hold of that West Edmonton Mall dragon. Mm, good idea. That would work. Imagine just having that outside your property and every time it snows, just... Done. Gone. Uh, at number six, we have lie and say you're out of town and hope that a neighbor does it for you. Yeah, send a text to both your neighbors... Maybe you're on the corner lot, even better, mm-hmm. and just say, hey, I'm out of town. Did it snow by chance? If so, can you do me a favor and yeah, shovel? Yeah, do me a big solid here. And then if they see you later that night, just be like, yeah, I had to come back home, like family emergency. <laughs> like, who knows, right? All right. At, uh, what are we at here? Number ask, five. Ask number five. At number five, hire the evil man from Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some sort of device on his uh, truck, right? Yeah. It'll melt everything. At number four, fake an injury. If your you know, neighbor, somebody mm-hmm. across the street sees you on crutches. Or like you have in a broken arm, it's in a sling. They might shovel for you. You got to linger outside, though, You got so they see you. At number three, uh, buy... A lot of these are leaning on your neighbors. <laughs> At number three, buy your neighbor a snowblower. Like as a gift. 
How expensive are those? Like a thousand bucks, but big deal. Yeah, but they would be doing all the work, so like it's exactly. probably worth it. They would feel like they owed you forever. Yeah. So that's a great gift. Or even a leaf blower if you want to go cheaper. Mm-hmm. At number two, uh, just Uber until it melts. <laughs> So you don't have to back up or drive on your driveway. Yeah, nothing worse than we got those tire marks. Yeah. And at number one, as we're counting down the top seven ways you can avoid shoveling, uh, pretend you're hosting an after-school program about small business and get a bunch of local kids signed up to come Mm -hmm. over and learn, you know? Yeah, teach them how to shovel properly. That's it. That's it. Just get them all shoveling and then and be it's like volunteer time, right? Like you don't have to pay them. No, exactly. You're giving a free after school program. Yeah. Congrats, You're guys. You're keeping them busy. You're ready to head out there into the real world. Kids are constantly saying they're bored, if, especially when you take away their devices. Exactly. Get outside and shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. you, you can use some like motivational lines while they're shoveling. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like like listen to Jordan Peterson or something. He says some stuff that gets people fired up sometimes. Play the Rocky theme song. Or that. Really yeah, get them going. That's good. <laughs> anyway, that's our top seven ways out of getting to having to shovel. We're joined by Patrick from Yegg Property Pros. How's the market? The uh, market is booming right now. We're seeing a massive surge in buyers coming out of the woodwork, especially as that warmer weather is starting to roll in. Inventory is low, so there's a huge demand for new listings to join the market. Now is a pretty good time to list, hey? Oh, absolutely. Highly recommended. If you're planning on buying, the best tool in your toolbox right now is preparation. Pre-qualifying for a mortgage is going to be your best friend for knowing your limits and helping create a strong offer. Multiple offer scenarios are on the rise, but if you go into this market with confidence, guidance, and readiness to make decisions, you will thrive. You can reach out for a buyer's consultation where we'll sit down and prepare you for your home buying journey. And how much does that cost? It's completely free. Where can people learn more about you and Yag Property Pros? They can find us at www.yagpropertypros.com. If anyone wants to reach out to me personally, my name is Patrick. You can find me on the website. I want to tell one 30-second really funny story. I met Lisa on my very first trip into Edmonton in 2013, November, on my birthday. We came to Hudson's. was our very first stop when we came to Edmonton for the first time. You were the first person I met in Edmonton. Okay, wait a minute. And this is is hilarious to me that the next time we're talking is on your birthday 10 years later. Yeah. Patrick, that's wild. So where did you come here from? So I'm from Ontario, and then I joined the military, and we drove up on a weekend from Wainwright, Alberta, and our very first stop was the West End Mall, stop for food, Hudson's, uh, and you introduced me and my group of couple army buddies to our very first Burt Reynolds. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I have a weird question for you. Were you sitting behind the beer taps? Uh, I believe so. Uh, you ended up actually giving everyone in my group your Snapchat so we could reach out and ask questions about if we wanted to go places in the city, try restaurants, and you gave us advice on where to go, I believe. I think I still have you. Was this the one military guy that said, like, I'm leaving for service? Okay, wait, were you with a guy? What the heck was his name? Simon? No. Oh, my. I want to say it's like, not Jerry. Jerry. It starts with a J. So there were three other guys with me. It was Logan, Simon, and Jeff. Okay, no, that wasn't them. Okay. Unless it was Jeff. Because there was a guy there at one, one point guy. that said to Lisa, um, I'm leaving for service, and when I come back, I'm going to find you and marry you. And she was just like, holy <laughs> okay, shit. No, none, of, 
None of my friends have that kind of confidence. So okay. I appreciate where you're coming from. Was Lisa... Um, I must have been bartending. What, were you? Had you already yeah, you started were. here, too? She mentioned it. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I would be part-time. after that, yeah. we were listening to it. We, like, we started listening to Play 107. We still you know, listen to it to this day. Awesome. That's so cool. That I love that story. Best story, Patrick. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Absolutely. We're joined by Patrick from Yag Property Pros. How's the market? The uh, market is booming right now. We're seeing a massive surge in buyers coming out of the woodwork, especially as that warmer weather is starting to roll in. Inventory is low, so there's a huge demand for new listings to join the market. Now is a pretty good time to list, hey? Oh, absolutely. Highly recommended. If you're planning on buying, the best tool in your toolbox right now is preparation. Pre-qualifying for a mortgage is going to be your best friend for knowing your limits and helping create a strong offer. Multiple offer scenarios are on the rise, but if you go into this market with confidence, guidance, and readiness to make decisions, you will thrive. You can reach out for a buyer's consultation where we'll sit down and prepare you for your home buying journey. And how much does that cost? It's completely free. Where can people learn more about you and Yag Property Pros? They can find us at www.ygpropertypros.com. If anyone wants to reach out to me personally, my name is Patrick. You can find me on the website. I want to tell one 30-second really funny story. I met Lisa on my very first trip into Edmonton in 2013, November, on my birthday. We came to Hudson's. was our very first stop when we came to Edmonton for the first time. You were the first person I met in Edmonton. Okay, wait a minute. And this is hilarious to me that the next time we're talking is on your birthday 10 years later. Yeah. Patrick, that's wild. So where did you come here from? So I'm from Ontario, and then I joined the military, and we drove up on a weekend from Wainwright, Alberta, and our very first stop was the West End Mall, stop for food, Hudson's, uh, and you introduced me and my group of couple army buddies to our very first Burt Reynolds. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, I have a weird question for you. Were you sitting behind the beer taps? Uh, I believe so. Uh, You ended up actually giving everyone in my group your Snapchat so we could reach out and ask questions about if we wanted to go places in the city, try restaurants, and you gave us advice on where to go. I believe, I think I still have you. Was this the one military guy that said, like, I'm leaving for service? Okay, wait, were you with a guy? What the heck was his name? Simon? No. Oh, my. I want to say it's like, not Jerry. Jerry. It starts with a J. So there were three other guys with me. It was Logan, Simon, and Jeff. Okay, no, that wasn't them. Okay. Unless it was Jeff. Because there was a guy there at one, one point guy. that said to Lisa, um, I'm leaving for service, and when I come back, I'm going to find you and marry you. And she was just like, holy <laughs> shit. No, none of None of my friends have that kind of confidence. So okay. I appreciate where you come from. Was Lisa... Um, must have been bartending. What, were you, had you already yeah, you started were. here, too? She mentioned it. Okay, yeah. cool. And so I would be part-time. after that, yeah. we were listening to it. We, like, we started listening to Play 107. We still you know, listen to it to this day. Awesome. That's so cool. That I love that story. best story, Patrick. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Absolutely. The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.